Keep pounding isn't just a slogan, it's a way of life. Ice up, son. Ice up. They want to be the very best that they can be in everything that they do. I think when you have that mentality in the locker room, you can be special. When you have it with your coaching staff, you can be really good. And when it starts with your owner and it starts with your GM, you can be memorable. If I'm moving someplace and we're doing this in Carolina, the first thing I care about is winning. The second thing I care about is winning. And the third thing I care about is you guys are smart. So you, you win a lot of ways. And I don't like to lose it anyway. What's going on, Panthers fans? The 24-hour rule is over, and we are on to the Eagles. All right, three and one Carolina Panthers will face Jalen Hurts and the Eagles this Sunday at Bank of America Stadium um, in what should be a, a good matchup. Uh, Wes, how are you, man? How are you how are you holding up? Doing good. Um, like like we said in the 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 recap of the, the the Cowboys game, there was some good to take away from that, and there's also some good upcoming in the schedule with the next with the Eagles being one in three, we open as three, three and a half point favorites at home, uh, which is, I mean, you get three for being at home. So that's a little bit disrespectful, three and one, one and three. Um, but they're also taking, they're also probably taking into account the, the, the players that, that we will likely be missing. So excited to, and, to, to move forward and, and try and get the, the Dallas loss behind us though. Absolutely. That's the good thing about the NFL, man. There's, there's, there's no time. There's no rest for the weary. You got to just, just keep on trucking. And, um, you know, we knew we weren't going to go undefeated. We knew there was going to be a loss eventually, but uh, thought there were some positives. I know it was on the recap show. I thought we moved the ball really well, Thought we took some, some positive out of that game. So I'm not completely downtrodden. Um, we didn't get our doors blown off. So um, Dallas is a really, really good team. And if, if you don't want to admit that they're a really, really good team at this point, you're just a Cowboys hater. I fully expect them to be in the postseason and and winning in the postseason. So, um, but on to the Eagles. Um, before we get into the the matchups this week, uh, just as always, some quick news and notes. Um, there's not really a whole lot to talk about that really has anything to do with the Panthers this week, other than one thing that Wes wanted to mention. So our pod podcast favorite uh former panthers kicker joey sly has now somehow found another job in the nfl uh, <laughs> so that that makes the third job that he's been able to which to get this year from the panthers to the texans and now the san francisco 49ers have signed him uh because of robbie gould i believe was it injury to robbie gould um, yeah and he was i think he was he injured pregame if i remember correctly he was injured pregame yeah. and the punter was having to do kicking duties last week that's right yeah that's right so if you're a, if you're a practice squad running back or a washed up kicker, the San Francisco 49ers are your home for this NFL season. So um, the only other thing kind of of note that happened today, we cut guard Michael Jordan yesterday and then we from the active roster and we turned around and signed them right back to the practice squad today. So take with that what you will. Um, I'm, you know, He's a guard. Uh, 
serviceable guard, so I don't really – I think they probably would have let it be if it weren't for the, the linebacker situation, probably. Right. That's, that's my take on it. Yeah, absolutely, because they brought up Kavion uh, – was it Kavion? They brought up a patch of squad linebacker for, for what I'm assuming is depth for the likelihood that Shaq is going to be out uh, this week. So um, big test again. Um, we're going to get into the Eagles uh, talk, starting first with the injuries. Yeah, so for the Panthers this week, like, like was just mentioned, Shaq is questionable. He was undergoing an MRI. And I don't know the results of that one yet. So that was weird because it has to do with his foot, correct? Yeah. And the play at all, the play that it's, it's supposedly happened on, I didn't see anything happen with his foot. I, I thought he was grabbing his wrist, honestly. Yep. So I, I, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with that. Um, hey man, he's just been playing lights out. And uh, you could just... tell, you could tell after that though, when he came back in and that was, that was about, when the, the gashing started, they, they were successful right. on the ground before that, but it really opened up after that. I don't think, I don't think Shaq was his self. Um, so that definitely something to watch going into the week because he has been seemingly the most important defensive player this yep. year. Him, you could, you could argue him or you could argue Hassan with the sacks. So. Absolutely. I mean, and honestly, I, I, did, I didn't get a chance to get on the post game show, but if we're talking about important players. I mean, I just want to give a shout out to Dante. That dude's been freaking locked down. I mean, yeah, CD and, Lamb, two, what, we had two catches for five yards or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and and so, and he stepped up in the absence of of JC and yeah, and I I will say this: back off of CJ Henderson on uh, everyone. Come on, man. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I'm seeing memes. I'm seeing uh, everything all over Twitter. Back off. Yeah, man. he was he he had three days of practice with us. Right, and you know, and it's Amari Cooper, man. It's probably the best route runner in the NFL, and that was a perfect throw. Right over his finger, right over CJ's fingertips too. Yeah. It, CJ yeah. was a uh, one misstep away from be, from being there, and and right. obviously that's the the nature of the NFL. But back off, man. Absolutely. Let's give it some. Let's give it at least a week. Yeah. I mean, my gosh, but yeah. And then on top of Shaq's injury, uh, to to move on. Eter is still questionable with the injury he's dealing with. And Christian is also questionable. Um, obviously a good sign that we've talked about that they did not put him on IR, but uh, I'd, I'd like for him to be hundred percent before they bring him back. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. With Etor too, I think you kind of see it when we started getting to those third and fourth quarters. Uh, I would have loved to see what, what Etor could have brought, brought to the field, a change of pace, how his skill set would have matched up coming off the bench fresh. Uh, against the Cowboys. I'm really anxious to get Etor back. I hate it for the kid. I just want a healthy season for him because I think he's so immensely talented and and his growth is is just – it's got to come and it only comes with playing time. So really hope to get him back sooner rather than later. And I'm with you with, on Christian. I'm completely 100% fine letting him sit this week. Don't rush it. I mean, if he's 100%, if he tells you he's 100%, trainers say he's 100%, then – by all means, don't hold him out. But if you don't have to, if it's not fully 100%, just leave him just, uh, and just let's ride. That's where I'm a little um, skeptical too, because Christian being who he is, and and even when they're trying to get him reps off the field, he wants to go back. He he wants to go back yeah. in. I'm skeptical that Christian will will be 100% um, 
forward about whether or not he's 100 percent because he's he's a gamer he wants to be out absolutely. there right. and absolutely. and you saw and i mean you, you saw it last year he came out tried to be a gamer went absolutely nuts and re-injured himself yeah yeah and with hamstrings man if it was if it was something else besides a hamstring it's just the fact of hamstrings it, it has such a propensity to, to to nag and just continue throughout the year so i just want them to be extra cautious with this one yeah, uh, I, I don't like messing really around with, with them soft tissue injuries at all. Um, but moving on to the Eagles injuries that that may um, have a huge impact on the game. Both of their starting tackles are questionable. Lane Johnson was away for what's, what I saw was personal reasons. Um, and then Jordan Mileto was, was questionable with an injury. Yeah, I mean, obviously you don't want to hope for anybody to be injured. Um yeah, I want to face them at their best, but that's that's a big. If either one of those guys is out, really, that's that's a big a big win for us, a uh, big advantage there, especially with our edges. So um, that about wraps it up for their injuries. They're pretty healthy overall coming into the game. So um, getting into the game, um, the Eagles uh, they've had a, a rough start, but have looked good. Um, I don't want anybody to think we're just going to show up on Sunday and, and roll over the Eagles. Um, I know the national audience got to see them get their doors blown off on Monday night against the Cowboys, but, you know, they, they played really well against the Chiefs. Um, and, you know, they've done some nice things. So um, this is a much better team than, than their record would indicate. In, in my personal opinion, I've watched them a few times. Um, I love Jalen Hurts. I love Jalen Hurts coming out of Alabama. Um, so, this is not just a sh- Panther show up and, and 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 blow the doors off these dudes. So they're going to have to come to play, um, and we're going to get into it. So starting first on the offensive side of the ball, um, where do you see our big advantages at, Wes? Um, honestly, it's it's on the outside with DJ Robbie and and Terrace. That's it. I think you could probably say that any week that Christian's not playing, you could say that that's our advantage. That's that's where we have to that's where we have to make our make the difference on that offensive side of the ball, uh, because it's certainly not the offensive line. Um, and, and while I think Sam has been really good, um, I don't think that is ever the, the game that you can go in and say, that's the X factor because uh, Sam is a product of his weapons. Right. And, and so I think if you can see another DJ game of 10 catches, hundred yards, touchdown if you can get Robbie back Robbie with the number of targets that you got him this week and and hopefully convert on a few more of those and get Robbie something like seven eight catches and I really want to see Terrace and the mismatch that he presents in that slot utilized more um, like I talked about in the recap with only two targets last week I yeah. I think after moving Dan you just you've got to try to get Terrace the ball uh, absolutely um I think that we can both kind of eat our eat our crow from the preseason on, on DJ. I think we can lock him in as just, he's, I mean, he's going to ball. He's kind of mismatch or matchup proof at this point uh, through the season. I think it doesn't matter who he goes up against. He's just going to destroy them. And I I would assume looking at the Eagles depth chart that Darius Slay, um, who I think is their best corner will, will be on, on uh, DJ, the majority of the game. Um, So that opens up that uh, we talk about it every week. It, it opens up the other, the other side, Robbie Terrace, that mixture to, 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 to gain some traction and, and, and go up top. Steven Nelson. I think he's a weakness. 
Um, I think you saw it in the Cowboys game that their secondary as a whole is a, is a, is just a weakness. Um, and I think we compare really well to the Cowboys. I think, you know, we've, we've made that comparison a couple of times. So there's some matchups in that secondary that we can definitely take advantage of. Um, if like we talk about every week, the offensive line can provide some time and you're looking at a very middle heavy defensive line with just Fletcher Cox, who has just been a staple of nightmares in this league for, you know, a long time now. And Javon Hargrave, younger dude, who's just been a monster. Um, and that is, as we've seen, what where we've struggled a lot is protecting up the middle. Uh, Perry just had some good moments the other night, but he did have some head scratchers. Um, the left guard, I think I was encouraged uh, by what I saw on the field a little bit, but it, it's still a liability. And um, if they bring pressure like they did at times against the Cowboys, um, we've got to have it schemed up. We've, we've got to protect better with those schemed blitzes and those twists and those stunts because it, it's not been getting passed off correctly um, and people have been getting exposed in those situations. So um, is that I would assume that's your big worry uh, on, on the defensive side of the ball versus our offense? Yeah, the, the, their defensive line, while their outside's not quite as, as capable as Dallas was, the, the interior, like you, you pointed to, is, is obviously um, a worry. It, our offensive line is a mess right now. Cam Irving just got absolutely bullied um, against the Cowboys. Left guard, whether it be Daly or, or Scott or whoever's getting the reps, um, I – I'm, I'm not confident in it now uh, at this point. I would love to see somebody else get reps that's not getting reps right now. And, and whether that's you move Taylor over to left tackle and, and, and figure something else. I, I don't know what you do, um, but I would love to see somebody at Brady get some reps. And I, I know they haven't left him active for a game yet, but I'd love to see Deontay get some reps, especially against a guy like Fletcher Cox, um, because Deontay is, is just – a physical specimen in at guard and, and say what you want about raw or whatever. He's got the physical ability to block yeah. somebody like Fletcher, Fletcher Cox and on the inside. So um, I, I think, do I, he, do I think we see it? No, but I, I, I want, I, I really want to see them make a move there because it's, it's an issue. Yeah. And I think that's, what's very discouraging to me with Deontay is you can say what you want about his weight. You can say what you want about being a rookie. You can say all these things. He is the most, physically imposing offensive linemen on our entire roster. Um, and I think he brings a different skill set than any of the other five that we have bring to the table at a huge position of need. So I'm not quite sure why he's still inactive every single week. Cause I could see if he was active and you just, he just didn't, you didn't get the reps, but to not even say, Hey, you're going to be active on game day that's a little bit puzzling to me. Uh, obviously we are not at practice. We, we are not NFL coaches, um, but it's just, it's just a little bit puzzling to me considering I think, you know, he's lost weight since he's been here. I think he's doing all the right things within the program. So uh, I would hope eventually we get to see him on the active roster. Um, but until further notice, I guess it's just going to be what it is. And I'm, I'm giving up hope on that. So um, some encouraging things that have transpired, you know, I'm really happy with the way we've been performing in the red zone. I'm really happy with the 
we've went away from the just trying to run power all the time. You saw a lot of outside zone. You saw some sweeps, some, yeah, it was very encouraging. And then on the goal line, we spreaded them out. We didn't just try to, you know, force feed, you know, uh, tuba right up the middle. And that was encouraging to me. Um, I think you're going to have to do that again this week. Um, they're too imposing up the middle to line up and beat them one-on-one in short yarded situations. Um, another thing that I really like personally, I know some people have complained about on, on social media, but I really loved how we got to the blind quick on second and one and third and one and just snuck Sam. I thought that was a, a really nice change of pace. I think that is an automatic thing. You saw it with Brady for years. You saw it, uh, you know, out of Tony Romo for years, just getting to the line and sneaking real quick. So I love that. Um, I don't know why people would be complaining about that. It's an automatic first down in a, Worked, in a yeah. right in an area where we've struggled. We've struggled on second and one. We've struggled on third and one. So um, I really like them doing that more and more. Um, I think it, 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 it just moves the chains. So um, we're going to have to see more of that. Um, and we've got to get up on this team early. Um, because say what you want about them, they fought against the Cowboys and Jalen, which I assume if unless you have anything else that you'd like to get into on the offensive side of the ball, we can move to the, to the defense and the mismatches on that side. Yeah, so the one thing that I, I guess one more thing when you, when you say yeah. – when you talk about getting out early, I want to see – a, a consistent game plan for all four quarters. Um, I, I don't, I don't yeah, want, okay, I, I want to see, um, I don't want to see any coming off the pedal in the third. I don't want to see trying to, I don't want to see trying to, to do what we try to do in the third against the Cowboys and then and, and trying to force things, just, just a, a consistent game plan and, and don't do too much and don't just go out there and go three and out because you're trying to run the clock off in the third quarter for whatever reason. Um, just come out with that same energy that we've been starting games with and in the second half. And, and that's, that's kind of the only thing I wanted to speak on otherwise for the offense. Um, that's, I, I want to see that in this game. Yeah. I, I think you've seen a slow third quarter in three out of four games. So the, the only time that we, we had a, a quick start to a third quarter was in that Texans game, but we had a terrible second quarter. So I 100% agree with you on that. I think it is something that, this coaching staff, who, again, I can't stress it enough. It seems like I, I say it every other week. This coaching staff is still growing. This coaching staff is still learning about themselves. Uh, this is year two in the NFL for rule. This is year two in the NFL for Joe Brady. So they're going to make adjustments. They're going to grow and, and develop, and I hope they do. I mean, that's what good coaches do, and I think that rule shown enough – humility in himself that he will adjust and he will adapt and he will recognize hey this is a weakness that we've got to change and I think the same for Brady I think Brady is just a, a, a hard-working coach that is going to do what it takes to win and he's going to you know self-scout so I do think that it's only week you know it's only week five now so you know we're still early on in the season in the 17 game season and this offense is going to continue to grow. This offense is going to continue to develop. And that is the one thing I will say about Sam too. If you want to bash Sam for throwing two interceptions, you guys have to, I'm treating this like it's a rookie year. All right. This is a fresh start. He's still learning this offense. He's still learning how to play professional quarterback on a team that isn't awful. So 
he's still developing and we just got to give it more time to to see what the offense can truly be and I think as we get into you know late October November December I think things will start to look a whole lot better than what they do now and they look pretty good right now so that's an encouraging sign yeah and then don't forget Sam is an elite rushing quarterback in the NFL um so ah, leading the league man I mean you, who has in the most session no not Derrick Henry no, no. It, if you had asked, I would have lost everything I had uh, betting on who was going to lead the Panthers in rushing touchdowns through the first four games. I mean, that's – I think it's funny because, you know, teams are like, it's Sam Darnold. Like, why do we have to prepare for that? But, I mean, I think he's shown you better spend some time working it's, on that RPO. Exactly. <laughs> and and, I, and having to prepare for that is not a – it's not – it's not nothing. It's, it's, it's Absolutely having to, to, to add the little wrinkle in there. It, it makes a, it makes a linebacker hesitate. Um, right, it, right. and, and that may make somebody open on a route because that linebacker hesitated thinking Sam was going to run. Well, and instead of like an edge, you know, like a Josh sweat or Derek Barnett being able to just tee off and, you know, rush the, the quarterback, he, he has to think, Oh, well, Sam might pull it. So. It's just little hesitations and, and, you know, little nuggets of information that have to be spent time on during the week takes away from, from preparation for other things. So it, it is an advantage uh, as much as we want to laugh at the fact that Sam has done what he's done on the ground. Uh, and more power to him, man. He's an athlete, so professional athlete. But um, moving into the defensive side of the ball, um, I would feel – probably 55%, 60% more confident without our injuries. Um, Shaq's been the heart and soul of this defense to the season to this point. And if he can't go, that's, that's not nothing. Um, he's been, I can't say enough how, how great he's played this year. And if he can't go, that's a big loss on top of JC, on top of Justin Burris. And I think we all saw, you know, I was shocked. You know, I was a noticeable gap between Justin Burris and what was you know, Sam Franklin and C.J. Saunders out there um, this past week. So um, those are not nothing. So if, if, if all those players are in, I would feel supremely confident. But what do the Eagles do well? Jalen Hurts is their leading rusher. He's already got 34 carries for 250-some yards. I mean, Miles Sanders, the starting running back, only has 37. So he's only got three more carries than Jalen Hurts. Um, if we get up the field like we did against the Cowboys, Jalen is going to take advantage. Yeah, and the one person who I think would be mostly responsible for that spy, um, for lack of a better term, because I don't think we would actually call a spy defense, um, that, that one person that would be mostly responsible for that is Shaq. Absolutely. Um, he's the athlete to, to cover that ground. and um, They're going to have to – to scheme for it uh, this week. And it, it's going to have to be, because I mean, you saw Dak got loose a few times and that was really the first time this year that we've seen Dak on the ground do what he did. And um, that can't happen against Jalen because Jalen is I'm not saying he's a better quarterback than Dak by any means, but Jalen is, I, I think a superior athlete on the ground than, than Dak is. And that's concerning. Um, that's a, you want to change a game and win a game that you're not supposed to win, you have your quarterback run for 150, 160 yards and a couple touchdowns um, when a play breaks down. That, that's the way you do it. So um, 
I, off of yeah, go ahead. Sorry. On the, with that, I think it would be nice to to try and dial up some interior pressure, um, mm-hmm. and and have the ability. I mean, Burns and and Hassan on the outside are obviously athletic enough to to contain Hurts on the outside. So if you can get that interior pressure and 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 try. If you're scheming for that, you're scheming for that interior pressure and you've got Burns, you've got Reddick out there um, in case you do flush him. That's that's something I guess I'm going to look for. Absolutely. And and when we do get him off the spot and when he does start moving in the pocket, it's going to be so important for people to maintain their lanes and for our corners to stay on their man. Because Jalen Rager, you can say what you want about his NFL career so far. He's still one of the fastest people on the field. Um, he's a, a deep threat. And then Devontae Smith, um, I think I'm not as worried about Devontae Smith as I, I would have been with just as big a step as Dante has taken. I mean, he completely nullified CeeDee Lamb this past weekend, and I think CeeDee Lamb is a better wide receiver at this point than Devontae Smith is. So um, I'm not as worried about that as I, as I would be. Um, but what does concern me is, you know, Jalen scrambling and Jalen Rager getting loose down the field and they go up top and it's a quick score or something like that. Um, as far as the running game, the Eagles just don't want to run the ball. And I, I don't know why. Uh, if they, I think wa- if they, if they it, watch the film from last week, they may change their mind. I would assume that they might try and uh, and do that. So, I mean, uh, in the Dallas game, I think Miles had three carries. I mean, and Miles Sanders, a couple, you know, uh, not even a year, two years ago, was a premier running back in the NFL. So, I don't really understand what 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 that is. He's he's not getting the volume either, and they they they're using Gainwell on passing passing downs, and and Sanders on rushing downs for the most part from what I've paid attention to. And, and they're not establishing that run at all. It's, it's more of just a change of pace. It's they're, they're, they're fine with the run they're getting from Hertz. I mean, he's led the team three of the four weeks and, and and the one, the one week that Sanders did lead, I think it was because of a long run. I think a lot of, I think I know a lot, no, some of the some of the miscues last week were just us getting out bullied by a superior offensive line. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Dallas Cowboys have a great offensive line, and we just got outmatched a couple times. But I also think that a lot of it also had to do with scheme. Uh, I think we were loading up, trying to prevent big plays to CD and prevent big plays to Amari, and we were kind of telling the Cowboys, "Hey, run on us!" Um, and I think it just got burnt. You know, uh, we got burnt by that. I don't think they expected to uh, to give up 250 yards on the ground, but I don't think we have to worry about that this week. I think we can play more true to ourselves um, in on defense, and I think we'll be able to to hold our own. Um, Jason Kelsey's a as an animal. I think he's probably top three or four centers in the league. Um, Landon Dickerson's a rookie. Uh, I think he started off great, but. Um, that interior of offensive line, I think that Brown and Daquan can can hold their own and hold those rush lanes. And I, I don't worry about the Eagles going for 250 on the ground unless it is, like I said, Jalen Hurts getting loose on a couple big runs. So um, the one area that we talked about that does concern me are 
Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. Um, Dallas Goddard, they, they love to run those crossing routes um, across the middle, empty out to one side, and he's got a whole field to run in front of him, and he can run. Uh, and we showed last week that we are susceptible to the tight end. We got burnt. Um, a couple great, great plays by the Cowboys, and uh, Kellen Moore drew up some some sick concepts. So um, if you just want to talk about that for a little bit, because that is the one area that I am really, really concerned about. Yeah, and it obviously it, it was a problem against the Cowboys, and, and part of that seemed to be some guys missing – assignments and some confusion on some a couple a couple of those plays there was some confusion Jeremy trying to uh do some directing pre-snap and some guys didn't seem to be in the right place part of that could be because CJ was new I, I don't really know what all was going on there and also the safeties um with the injury to to Burris it's, you've got some guys who haven't gotten quite all the reps in but um Hopefully, with another week of practice to prep and seeing that the tight end was a problem, they're they're a little more prepared. But if Shaq's out, um, I think you probably see a different role for Jeremy um, in the game. I think he probably rolls down more, like kind of like what we would use him use him for last year, and 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 try and cover that absence of of Shaq. So that concerns me a little bit in the tight end game, having him in that different role. Um, but. I don't know that you really have another choice with, if, if Shaq can't go. No, uh, we have to hit our run fits. We have got to make them one-dimensional. Uh, we can't let them get it going on the ground. This can't be the game that they decide, hey, Miles is going to get going. We, we've got to shut it down early and often, make them one-dimensional, get them in second and long, third and long. And as much as I love Jalen, he hasn't proven – that when he faces a, 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 a ton of pressure on these third down, these third down and long situations when it matters, that he, he can make all the throws necessary to to move the chains in those situations. So make them one-dimensional and then bring the house when it's when it's necessary. Um, yep. And we'll get after it. And, and I'll play contrarian here. I personally don't love Jalen. I don't think he's it. So uh... – Let's let's more, see if we let's see if we can expose him. I think I just love the person. I, I, I oh yeah, Jaylen. I've got yeah, nothing against him, yeah. but I don't yeah. think I don't think he is uh, the answer for a franchise quarterback for any franchise. Um, I, I could be wrong, but I just I don't see it long term. Uh, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I think it's. Put up, he, he put up uh, 430 some total yards last yeah. week. So, I mean, he, there is some production there, but I, I just, if, if he is a franchise quarterback, I don't see him as a top, a top tier franchise quarterback to, or, or even a top half, really. He would fall somewhere in that. I, I like Sam better long, long term than I do. No, I, I definitely, I, I understand that. And, um, I would say that to counter that, that it, I would still consider this Jalen's rookie year. I mean, he's played, I think, nine games now. He started eight or nine games. So it's still young. And I think he's shown talent definitely at times. And um, whether he's a franchise quarterback or not, that's still yet to be determined. And uh, they have to do what we have to do. They have to surround him and, you know, protect him and give him a team. So um that being said, I think that we will see a much better defensive effort this week. Um, sometimes 
taking an L like that on a, on a big stage against a, a great team is just the medicine that you need to come out and, uh, you know, beat the shit out of somebody. So, um, anything else you want to talk about on the defensive side of the ball before we get into predictions? No. I, nothing else. So what is your prediction for what happens at Bank of America on Sunday? So I think it will be not a one possession game. I think the Panthers win by, by more than one possession. So I am going to go with 31 21 Panthers. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I think, um, I think that we start fast. Um, and it's all going to come down to again is, is, is protection. Um, can we keep those big boys in the middle off of Sam and, and give him a pocket to throw in? But I do think we do that. I think that we have a much, much better defensive showing this week. Uh, even without Shaq, um, I think that Jermaine has played well. Um, I think, you know, the Louvu getting more time, um, he's shown that he's going to play with his, you know, hair on fire. So um, I'm going to go 31 to 14. Um, that's my score prediction. Uh, and again, uh, I think it's getting into what I wanted to get into past this. All right. You look at this Sunday and then we're going to look at the next five Sundays. What the Panthers have an opportunity in front of them is to not necessarily establish themselves as an elite team, but to be a good NFL team and take care of the games that you're supposed to take care of because the next five opponents are a combined five and 15. It's huge. And it all starts this weekend on Sunday. You've got to take care of these. If we want to be in the places that we want to be in, if we want to go to the playoffs, and, and and see this progress, we've got to win these games. All right. There's no gimmies in the NFL, yeah, and, but and these are the games you win. You win you win those five, put you at eight and one. You need it, my guess on a wild card team with the 17 game schedule is 10 and seven. So on those those remaining eight games, you need to go two and six to get a wild card spot. And I'm telling you, an eight and one team, it's tough for the a team with the momentum of an eight and one team to fall off. I, I don't care if the opponents get better; they're they're pro athletes. They're going in there uh, on another level because they're eight and one at that point. It, it's 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 something like you see with the, the 2015 Panthers. It's just when you get on that roll, it's it's tough to get off. Right, and I mean, and and as we as we've seen our own selves, injuries do happen. Uh, you look at Miami. I chalked that up for a loss preseason. Now I'm going to be upset if we lose that game, the way 100%. that the injuries have plagued them. So it's always changing. It's always fluid. It's always evolving in this NFL season. It's something that happens every single year. And every single year, for some reason, it seems like some people just forget that. So um, you look at we, we've got the Eagles this Sunday. We've got the Vikings next Sunday at home seems like a very winnable game. They, they have athletes though. Um, and we're going to break that down next week, win or lose this Sunday, but um, take care of these games that you're supposed to win and show up 
at home. All right. This is our house. Bank of America Stadium, Charlotte. We've talked about it. You've got to win at home. All right. You've got to win at home. And that's something that we, we haven't seen, you know, for a few years. But we, we've got to protect our dirt, protect our home turf, uh, and win these games that, like this one that we should win. I mean, on, I believe fully in my heart on paper we should win this game. All right. But, again, it's the NFL. Anything happens. But, uh, yeah, this is a big five weeks upcoming. We've got a lot of ground that we can, we can make and really cement ourselves in that playoff picture. Um, and if, you know, the New Orleans Saints are going to continue to lose games to the Giants, <laughs> uh, then, you know, we should, be, we should be right there for the division too. So um, if we can take care of business the next five, five games, like we talked about against teams that all only have one game, one win so far each, you're looking at a playoff team. Uh, it, it will happen. Yeah. And I, I promise you that. I think the expectation should be four and one. Oh yeah, and 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 I'm not saying they need to win them all, but then even after that, you've you've got a, a Washington team you can beat, you've got a Miami team you can beat, you've got an Atlanta team you obviously can beat. So that's three other opportunities to get to get yeah. the wins that you need. Um, and you still got New Orleans left. Um, so there's there's still wins out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought that second half of the schedule was going to be just a murderer's row, but the Buffalo Tampa, the Buffalo, Buffalo Tampa and Tampa three out of four weeks is tough. Uh, I'll say that, but other than that, um, and, and obviously the Arizona game plugged right in the middle of the season is tough, but those are the only ones, those four are really the only ones I'm circling as, as super tough matchups that, that remain on the schedule. It's just those four games. Yes, sir. So guys, we appreciate you as always. Uh, listen, rate, subscribe, review. Uh, follow us on all our socials at 704cast on Twitter, at 704cast on Instagram. Um, we will see you all on Sunday. Uh, keep pounding. Go Panthers. Let's beat the Eagles Sunday and get to 4-1. and one. Later. <laughs>